Chapter 7 of Literacy with an Attitude by Patrick J. Finn allowed me to reflect on how education affects those who the chapter labels as using implicit versus explicit language. The chapter explains how explicit and implicit language are related to the values, attitudes, beliefs, and behaviors of those of the working and middle class. It explains how implicit language is language that is used with family and friends and is based on shared knowledge, feelings, and opinions. Implicit language uses an authoritarian because I said so style of discipline. And those who use this language do not have to deal with strangers often. They are referred to as a society of intimates and seek the individual they feel closest to when looking to solve problems as they are not quick to show opposition to the government. Whereas explicit language is language that values a variety of opinions. It uses a collaborative, here are the reasons why I say so, style of discipline. And those who use this language deal with strangers often. They're referred to as a society of strangers and challenge the government by conforming with other groups who are seeking to fight for the same cause. However, since explicit language is the language often used in schools, the working class is given an advantage over the middle class. This presents a concern I have witnessed in which there are some classrooms that use an authoritarian style of, style of discipline for some students and a collaborative style for others. I am therefore led to question why some students are disciplined for speaking out and seen as disrespectful, while others do not receive the same level of punishment. By doing this, educators are presenting the idea that some students need to remain silent as their nonconformity will not be tolerated, while others are encouraged through, collabor through the collaborative style of discipline to speak out. The intentionality of the inequality can be questioned, but the scenario happens quite frequently, which means it is something that needs to be considered and eventually addressed. The chapter explains that resistance often lies beneath the surface of schools where students feel powerless, they have no choice, and are not given the freedom to work collaboratively with people from different backgrounds. However, when students are able to negotiate when possible and freely move around the room, they are learning the culture in which corporations and businesses operate. Educators may have a fear of losing control, but with proper facilitation, students will be better equipped to operate in the workplace more effectively. Another issue presented in the chapter was the correlation between test scores and parent occupation. It explained that there is a segregation that occurs with the way in which students who have parents in the top group are treated versus those with parents in the bottom group. This explains the separation that seems to happen when students are being considered for and placed in advanced placement classes. Some students are told they do not belong because they are not privy to the explicit language needed to succeed in these type of classrooms and should therefore remain in the level course. I have often heard this idea referred to as knowing how to do school. And if a student does not know how to do school, they are seen as a troublemaker. 
However, educators need to realize there are subtle mechanisms that allow some children to be more successful than others. These and many other problems exist within our education system. However, teaching both the implicit and explicit registers of language is one that can easily negate separation by register. Explicit instruction is needed to teach students when explicit language is required versus when implicit language is acceptable. Some students already understand this concept, but it is apparent that not all students come to the classroom with the same background knowledge. It does not mean that they are less intelligent than the other. It simply means we need to be explicit in our instruction with both children in regard to our expectations and teach the purposes and environments in which each register is an acceptable form of communication. As educators, we need to help our students become all things to all men so that they may be more successful in their future endeavors.